Howdy, Mountaineers. I'm Katie Riccatelli here with Sydney Wentz, and you are listening to The Girls Who Get It on Zoom. We're recording on MLK Day, so the weather is um, less than stellar, and we don't have class today, so... I'm cooked up at home. Uh, Sydney actually is at the DA for this because she's having Coming such in. a great day. Right, Sydney? I woke up this morning ready, like actually like ready to like buckle down, not procrastinate, do like good quality homework. And of course, um, it wasn't in the cards today because I woke up to a notification from my building that our Wi-Fi would be down for the foreseeable future. As of right now, it is back up, but I have not returned home. Because cause, cause we got to get it today. We got to the girls who get it today. Get it. We got to get it. I'm in my newly rearranged room. So I'm like, we're in a, a new headspace of productivity. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I that was my like back from break project. I was just like, you know what? We're going to completely change my room and retheme it and everything. Um, and it took me like two days. Mm-hmm. But I did it. And my room looks fantastic. But that's neither here nor there. Because we've got women's sports to talk about. First up, the U.S. women's U18 hockey team took home gold in the International Ice Hockey Federation World Championship in Zug, Switzerland. Which is so great. I love women's hockey. Like, now that, like, I'm kind of watching the PWHL more and hearing more about women's hockey, it's, I love it. Oh, my gosh. (gasps) Speaking of hockey, the WVU hockey team is doing really great, but um, that's going to come up later. But back to our U18. Teen girlies the ladies took down Czechia which I don't know if that's some offshoot of the Czech Republic or just one of those random like thumbnail sized countries in Europe that I've never heard of but beat them in a five to one win in the title game with goals coming from Maggie Scannell Haley Box Ava Thomas and two third period goals from Cassidy Carmichael so, and I didn't really look into this. I don't know if these are girls who will be in the next Winter Olympics or who are looking to be in the Olympics coming up. But if this is like the players we have to pull from, like in the future, because they're U18. So like, I highly doubt they'll be in the Olympics too soon. But like, if this is the future of US women's hockey, I'm really excited. I agree. I am excited. But, so congrats to those girls. Uh, Last week, we talked about a, um, not necessarily bad husband, because it sounds like they've worked out the relationship between the two of them, and they make it work. Bad look on a husband. But one, one who was a little too eager to maybe minimize his wife's achievements that just didn't sit very well with me so now we have a story of an nfl player who has won at the very least husband of the week maybe month it's too soon to call husband of the year though because we are still in january but 49ers player kyle 
guys, I tried to find his pronunciation. We think, we think it's Juice Chick. We think it's Juice Chick. Another one said Yuzik. Another one said Yuzik. Chick. I'm going to say Yuzik just because I like it more and it's easier. Maybe please up. Hey, when we get through this, please hit us up and um, tell us your name. Maybe yeah, tell me how to pronounce it because as somebody who has had their last name mispronounced their entire life, um, I don't want to screw this up too bad. Because like his, okay, so here, here was mine and Sydney's thought process. One, I looked up the pronunciation. I got two different pronunciations. But also his Instagram handle is literally juice check. Mm-hmm. But also that just doesn't feel right. Um, maybe I should just say juice check since that's like his thing. I don't know. It's up to you, Kyle. Chris. We're just gonna call them Kyle. Please tell us your names. We're gonna call them Kyle and Kristen for the purpose of this. But anyway, Kyle plays for the 49ers. And he has been hyping his wife Kristen up all over social media for the custom jackets she created for Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes to wear at the Chiefs' record-breaking cold game this past Saturday against the Miami Dolphins. Did you hear about that? That was, like, one of the coldest NFL games played in history. I loved the pic. I loved the pictures of our girl Taylor sitting in the box with, like, the foggy window. Someone was, like, me waiting for my car to de-ice in the mornings. No, literally. Did you see the pictures of, like, Andy Reid's frozen mustache? That's amazing. No, it it's didn't. hilarious. That's amazing. Because like where you breathe and there's like water vapor in your breath, it was like settling on his mustache and freezing. I love Coach Reed. It was hilarious. And then there's like also pictures of like Patrick Mahomes, like a giant coat on, just like sulking. It was great. I'm sorry. Oh my god. Anyway, we're mean to the men. Um, so Kyle's wife, Kristen, made custom jackets out of jerseys, or out of Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes' jerseys for Taylor Swift and Brittany Mahomes to wear at the game. Now, they were in a box, so I don't know why they needed coats, but... Um, open. Um, it's like an open any, window. Are, they're in the box. But it's an open window. The they're sitting in the front row in front of an open window. It's freezing in those. You can step cold. into the back and it'll be warmer. But, like, mm. you're sitting in that front seat. Like, Donna's sitting there, like, cozied up. Slay. Which I guess they also do have to walk in and out. Yeah, okay, never mind, that made sense. But, so Kristen repurposes jerseys and makes them into entirely new articles of clothing, including tops, coats, and even boots. Like, she she made these little boots. Like, it almost, the jersey is almost like a leg warmer kind of thing on them. It's so cute. She made, like, a little corset top. They were so cute. I want a picture. Of, I want a pair of Cleveland Browns boots. Why would you want Browns bo- I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We're, we're still upset about that, y'all. We're not. <laughs> but. Sad girl Monday. Kristen is no rookie to this. As she's also made a custom coat for Simone Biles with husband Jonathan Owens' jersey and pants for Brittany Mahomes, who appears to be a pretty regular customer because her clothes are really cute, honestly. But she's not just for the girls either, though. Most recently, she made a jacket for Taylor Lautner, who was at the Lions game this weekend. Now, when news outlets started posting photos of Taylor and Brittany at the Chiefs game, 
of course, because they can't get off Taylor Swift's I don't know what. <clears throat> anyway, I just, oh, I'm not going to go on that rant today. Maybe, maybe a little short one. They need to stop posting Taylor Swift. Everyone is sick of her. We know she's dating Travis Kelsey. We know that she's at the games. Now they're just overdoing it. She's not asking them to post her. Nobody wants them to post her anymore because they're going overboard. But now she's getting all the hate because, uh, sorry, it's making me mad. But <laughs> the one news that started posting mad. Taylor and Brittany. No, it also makes me mad. And it's not even like towards Taylor or Brittany. For me, it's like, they're just going to keep showing them. But I will say, like, they did look like they were. They always look like they are just having the best time. Oh, yeah. They were having so much fun. But, like, also, Brittany posted pictures. If anybody wanted to see what they were wearing, they could go to Brittany's account. We don't need ESPN and the NFL and whoever and whoever posting the pictures because then people who aren't interested in that are getting it and they're just getting annoyed. I will just say, I think it is, I think it is very, I don't want to call her a wag, but she is a wag. It's very wife and girlfriend style of her to like, just like, we went from like a little 87 and a little bracelet 87 to homegirl got the name across her back. She is Travis Kelsey's woman and she is proud of it. And it's so nice, I think, for longtime fans of her that like watched like the last like six years of her life just kind of be very like toned down I think it's nice for her to like because she is a public figure she's gonna live a public life like she's allowed she's allowed to be in love publicly and I'm and I'm I'm here for it for her and I'm happy for her I'm happy I mean I the last time this happened we got I heart TS Tom Hiddleston so um Maybe maybe we get Travis Kelsey in an I Heart TS shirt. Who knows? <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't want that. I don't want that. But anyway, so when news outlets started posting photos of Taylor and Brittany at the Chiefs game and their custom coats, which were so cute, Kyle <laughs> made it a point to comment and tag his wife under every single post. Like, kid you not, you go to ESPN's account, you go to ESPNW, you go to Fox, NFL, whoever posted those pictures, he's in the comment section going, made by my wife, Kristen, and he'd tag her, and it was so sweet. And then ESPN posted about him tagging her under everything, and she commented and said, I'm the luckiest girl in the world. And then, like, it was so sweet. And I was like, this is so, like... That is how, that that is how the thing that I've noticed, and we were going to talk about it later, and I'll bring it up now, is like just because these men, obviously, there's there's a there's a bad apple in every bunch. There's a there's a dud bulb in every box, but these men, like these professional athletes, genuinely do love these women. It's so- and they're saints. My favorite thing ever is Joe Flacco's interview when he came to the Browns and is they asked, is your wife happy about your paycheck? And he goes, well, first off, our, my wife handles all of our finances. I've never seen any of it. She handles everything because she runs our home. And, so 
And secondly, he goes, I actually messed up and gave them the wrong bank information. So I haven't been getting paid. He had won us four games at that point, hadn't seen a paycheck. Like I didn't see these, that. Are you kidding? These women, they they need these women to survive because of the demands of their career. And I appreciate the men who respect what these women do. No, because that's because like what I was like, I was like, this is how either side that like that's how you that's how that's how you support a spouse. Like it's so because she first of all, she makes all these cute little clothes with his number on it because she wants to go to his games and support him and whatever. And then when she makes them for other people and they're getting traction, he makes sure that everybody knows who made it. And it's so sweet. And like that, that's how you do it. It's both both of them are just like look at this, look at this thing that they're doing. Sorry, it was adorable. And I was, I was having a little moment over it the other day because I thought it was so cute. But props to you, Kyle, you get it. He really does get it. But um, also over the weekend, uh, we, there was a little dance competition out somewhere in America. I, I personally have only seen a couple of videos about this. Because all the dance girlies are freaking out over the Minnesota dance team's, what, spin into a jump? Or was it a jump into a spin? Okay. I danced as a child, but I love dance moms. I'm obsessed with competition dance. Even more so, the show that I'm obsessed with that came after is the show about the Louisville Ladybirds, which are the D1A dance team from the University of Louisville with their coach, Todd Sharp. It was called So Sharp. Riley Vertes, older sister of Kendall K. Vertes, was a member of the team. They won like back to back to back to back to back to back to back national championships in hip hop and jazz for like a long time they were like the top dogs and they're still almost always in those top rankings also i'm just telling you all right now i don't know the difference between d1 and d1a so i'm going to read all of the d1a and d1 um like winners and the top three but we are going to start with the reigning the reigning D1A Hip Hop Champions, the LSU Tiger Girls. If you lived on TikTok last year and Like a Boy by Sierra was trending, it's because of these women. They were big. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, use your words. Yes, I'm going to use my words. <laughs> they came back after having, I think it was budget cuts from their program going towards other sports. Like women's sports were just really overlooked. They were really calling those, like their school out on like their program cuts and everything. And just like, not really like shining any kind of light on women's sports and like the strides that they'd made, like they were, they won the national championship. And like, it was, so they did this dance specifically to like a boy by Sierra to kind of put that out there and like air all of it out and it won. They came back again this year and did 
an amazing Michael Jackson inspired routine. They looked phenomenal. They absolutely killed it. So LSU for D1A hip hop, LSU was first. UNLV was second. Memphis was third. Um, I'm going to skip down to D1. D1 hip hop was Delaware. Utah Valley University was second. And St. John's University was third. For Division I jazz, it was Cal State Fullerton, Hofstra, and Utah Valley University. For D1 Palm, it was Hofstra, then UC Santa Barbara, and Cal State University Fullerton. Um, I'm not going to get into open. We are going to go back to our D1A girlies. The D1A winners for jazz were Ohio State. When I tell you, like, and I'm going to tell you, I think both of these dances were amazing. I think both of them are going to change freaking history of dance. Like, people are, like, watching these videos and they're like, we are witnessing dance history. Like, people are going to talk about these dances. My thing with this D1 jazz routine from Ohio State that I think was absolutely phenomenal was they had these ties and they were like resistance bands and they were just bending their legs and doing this insane floor choreography and they just had like beautiful complex movements and they really let different girls shine through the whole dance. It was so cool. And that music was just, it was such a good choice. I would die for the University of Minnesota. I cannot stop <laughs> listening to Dream On by Aerosmith. The this okay, I would like to say, and I'm telling you right now because it's a thing they talk about often. That boy, I'm talking, I know this is the girls who get it. That boy from the University of Minnesota can freaking turn. He was amazing. A freaking amazing. See, Minnesota's routine is the one that I keep seeing everywhere. Because, like, I'm not. I asked my friend the exact terminology and she gave it to me. They went from doing turns in second to an in-sync side aerial and back to turns in second. It's really hard to keep that momentum, go upside down, keep your balance, and keep going with that momentum. Like, those are strong human beings. Because you have to be able to pull your own body weight to be able to do stuff like that. So, that routine, the Dream On routine, took second. The routine from Ohio State that everyone was talking about besides the jazz routine was their palm routine. Their palm routine was a Taylor Swift. They had really cool costume changes. Everyone thought that um, Ohio State should have won palm and Minnesota should have won jazz, but it was opposite. Minnesota won palm. They were the D1A champions for the palm routine. It's For reference, palm is when they dance with pom-poms. Yeah, flex and stuntless cheerleading. I will say though, they were still doing a lot of stunts and things. I was in- gonna say because like you would have to like synchronize because like if you're holding pom poms, you'd be able to tell if somebody was out of sync. No, but what I'm saying is like there's like this really beautiful lift in the beginning of the my way dance. They like carry this girl, and she's like, they did oh. it to my way. 
that was the jazz dance was my way by um it's frank sinatra Okay, I okay. love that song. I, I didn't want to be wrong. Um, so okay, it's to my way by Frank Sinatra. Um, I do not have the cheer results, or I would share those as well. I do know I'm gonna shout them out. The division two open co-ed champions for UCA was the University of West Georgia, where my uncle's a basketball coach. So congratulations, go wolves. Shout out to oh y'all. Only ones from UCA, I know. But, like, it's just, this is, everyone on the internet is like, this is my Super Bowl. This is the women's Super Bowl. Because uh-huh. it's, but, like, you just sit there. It's all on a live stream. You just sit there and watch it. And people are going insane. It goes viral on TikTok every single year. But I feel like it really took over this year just because the dances were so insane. No, because I... Like, I will say I have never really followed dance super close. I have friends who dance. So, like, I kind of, I I know how difficult it is. Because everything is so, like, technical. And it's, like, minute little form. And you have to be in sync with 20 other people on the stage with you or however big the teams are. So, like, dance is incredibly difficult. I don't. I just, I don't know anything about it. So I've never followed it super close, but I have seen so much about specifically the Minnesota routine because it was all about people talking about um, rewatching the aerial into the spin because, and like, even like just watching it, I was like, how do you do that land and keep spinning like that? Like, I mean, ice skaters do it, but like, that's a little bit different <laughs> because they, they're still moving and they have like a, I like a little more momentum because they're moving. This is like, they were standing there and spinning and then did an aerial and then continue. Like that's, that's so hard. And I've been seeing so many, like so many of my friends who do dance, like reposting that and talking about it. I love watching people do the turns. Because you realize how hard it is because every no one can do it. Like, people no. get through the aerial and then they can't make it. Like, it goes to show how strong those dancers are. I also saw, and I want to shout them out, I think I favorited it. Let me find it really quick. There are sisters. One sister is on the jazz team at Ohio State and another is on the jazz team at Minnesota. And they called themselves the Travis, the Kelsey family of like collegiate nationals dance (laughs) oh my gosh might have reposted it I just want to remember their last name I don't have it um but shout out to those girls um it was the funniest thing um that I have ever seen and it made me laugh because they were like with their moms and their mom had like a split shirt like Donna Kelsey does. And it just it warmed my heart. It truly was the Super Bowl for, for the women. Um, speaking of um, Super Bowl, Kaylee, how you doing? Not stinking well. Mm-hmm. Because um, as we all know, 
football is entering the playoffs, which means the teams who didn't make the playoffs are starting to re-evaluate. I would like to say on behalf of the entire city of Cleveland, Ohio, Joe Flacco was one of the better things that's happened to our team in the last decade. I hope they realize that. I hope they stick with him because I think he can become our franchise guy. I love Joe Flacco. I love what he stands for. I think he's a really good person. I love the way he plays football. Um, And I think that it would be a mistake if the Browns organization chose to go back to um, their first string quarterback and didn't keep uh, the um, new Joe Shiesty in town. I mean, it would be a it would be a mistake for any team to go back to Deshaun Watson because I will never stop voicing my absolute unadulterated disdain for that man mm-hmm. because he is the scum of the earth. And I will take every opportunity to remind people of that. Did you just say there's a new Joe Shiesty in town? Yeah, he's the new Joe Shiesty in Ohio. No, my other favorite thing, and I'm, I'm, I don't want to be insensitive to anyone. I saw on Instagram over Christmas break a, a, a argument for comeback player of the year. Demar Hanlon comes back from dying. Joe Flacco comes back from playing for the New York Jets. In parentheses, arguably worse than dying. <laughs> We are Jets haters here. We are Jets haters here. No, I mean, I mean, I mean, well, okay, there's that. But also, I'd like to acknowledge Geno Smith came back from that first. He came back from playing for the Jets before it was cool. Because actually, I Mountaineers, Mountaineers go first. Think, yeah, he, uh, he, Geno Smith also had a rough time with the Jets, and then he went to the Seahawks, and like has been popping off since then. Yep, yep. So the the Jets are like that one person that. Because I've seen I've seen movies with this premise, like the one person that everyone dates before the person that they marry. That's the <laughs> that's what the Jets are to the NFL. <laughs> They're the person you date and then break up with, and then start dating the person you marry. Yeah, so that's um, a perfect way to I'm, describe that. I'm interested to see where Aaron Rodgers ends up after the Jets. Then, so. Or maybe he that's, just doesn't come this back. This is like a, that's this is like that for Aaron Rodgers. This is like the weird age gap relationship you get into that makes your adult children worry about you after you get divorced. <laughs> that's what the Jets are for Aaron Rodgers after his like franchise stint with the Packers. You can't tell me I'm wrong. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> that's the thing. Um, so can we, can we talk about other franchise guys that are currently going through divorce? Because right. 
the, so, the, the, the New England Patriots are divorcing Bill Belichick claiming irreconcilable differences. Yeah, so there's a few coaching staff shakeups in the NFL from this week. Belichick has left the Patriots. I don't think he said he's retiring. Um, so he might be going somewhere else. Or maybe if he doesn't find anywhere to go, he just retires because you're Bill Belichick. What more do you need to prove? Mm-hmm. Hello? Um, my, uh, my guys, my, my, my Titans in Tennessee, um, have parted ways with head coach Mike Rabel, which was shocking to me. Like, I knew he was probably gone soon. Because we had that, like, decent stint, like, 2020, 2021, maybe 2019-ish. Uh, and then we've kind of just been not great. Um, From what I heard, so the official report was that Rabel was fired. But um, from what I've seen... It was kind of a discussion where they're like, hey, we don't want you anymore. I don't think you really want to be here either. Maybe we just let you go and leave it at that. Um, because also, which this was, I swear, I get I get so many of my like sports perspectives from my brother. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's just what I've that's just who I've learned sports from my entire life. But um he his point was he Brable probably did not want to go through another rebuild because we're because he was there for the switch from oh my gosh who was our quarterback before I can't remember who it was nature is healing I can't remember the Titans old quarterback um <laughs> he was there for the switch from that quarterback to Tannehill Mm-hmm. And then now from Tannehill to Levis. So now it's going to be an entirely different thing. Derrick Henry is getting old and he still doesn't have a ring. Um, So I think it was somewhat mutual, even though they said he was fired. But anyway, so Vrabel's gone. Um, Bill Belichick, I hear Tennessee is great this time of year. If you want to uh, take a visit. Um uh, oh my gosh, I don't want to get the wrong Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh is the Michigan coach, right? Yes. Is apparently might be making his way to the NFL. I don't know that he's officially parted ways with Michigan yet. Sorry, what was that? I was raised by Buckeyes fans. I'm going to keep my thoughts to myself so that I do not end up in the hospital or prison. That's all. Real. Real. Okay, <laughs> but he, I don't know that he's officially parted ways with Mr. Huh. Wow, what just happened? I don't know that he's officially parted ways with Michigan yet, but he is apparently interviewing for some NFL jobs. That doesn't surprise me, but I mean, it sounds horrible. It's what our buddy old pal we're going to talk about in a little bit did for a while and then he ended up back at college football so yeah but uh apparently candidates right now are chargers and raiders is what are the ones that i've seen there might be more i don't know exactly where discussions are there 
But um, yeah. So that's been, that's what's going on in the NFL. Uh, kind of transitioning to college football to talk about another shakeup. Uh, West Virginia native Nick Saban announced his retirement uh, from Alabama as their head football coach, where he has coached for, I actually forgot to look that up, a very long time. He's been Alabama's coach for about as long as I can remember. And he's taken them to so many titles in like recent years. I'm happy to officially say I can like Nick Saban now that he's no longer associated with Alabama. I was going to ask you your thoughts on that since you. Um, I was, I've never been an Alabama person. I just, we grew up not fans of Alabama um, until they played Michigan. Then my parents had a Alabama Crimson Tide flag outside of their house when they played Michigan a couple weeks ago. Um, I, I'm not lying. Um uh, we were not Alabama fans until then. I grew up uh, in some Georgia Bulldog territory with some other members of my family. So oh. we rooted for that. I had a fun couple of years uh, downhill. Um, but I have always thought, like, I always love the videos. He just seems like a good human. And he seems like he really does take a lot of pride stock and like understands the importance of like making these men into like not only like marketable and respectable professional like future professional athletes but also like good people yeah I always love that him and his wife open their homes to the players that don't have anywhere to go for the holidays I've always thought that was so sweet I know a lot of coaches that also do that and because that was in an episode of Ted Lasso that yes, I watched it was every in an break. episode of Ted Lasso, and it always makes my heart so warm. Just to that was one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> the best episode of Ted Lasso, besides Diamond Dogs or uh, No Weddings and a Funeral, or oh maybe they're great again. We I will dedicate an entire episode. We will get our good friend um, of Are You Still Watching Fame, Chloe Snodgrass, in here to talk about Ted Lasso because I refused to watch that show when we were doing the tv show podcast and she literally hated me for it and I finally watched it and she's like did you see what you were missing all this time and I was like yes I get it now I started it over break because my mom has apple tv so I was like Mm -hmm. it was so good I haven't finished yet I think I think I made it to the diamond dogs episode and I can't remember which one that is yes But but anyway yeah, so Nick Saban, Saban, who is from um, Ida May, West Virginia, everyone will tell you Fairmont, okay, which Ida May is technically Fairmont, but it's Ida May. It's like, it's like, um, oh my gosh, never mind, I'm not going to make that comparison, I'm going to dox myself, but, uh, <laughs> well, no, maybe I've already talked about that on here. It's like what Colton is to Elkins. Right. So I tell people I'm from Elkins because Colton is so small and right outside Elkins and everybody in Colton goes to Elkins for things. That's kind of what Ida May is to Fairmont. That's, that's I mean, me with my hometown. I tell everyone I'm from Akron and I'm from Stowe. So, you, yes, you compare it to your next biggest city. 
Exactly. But yeah. But I'm West Virginia, grew up there. West Virginia retired me very college football coaching career. So congratulations to Nick Saban from us here at WS. in your retirement. Uh, you need to repeat that because we just cut out. The internet is very shitty. Okay. Repeat what? Uh, just say congratulations on a career. So congratulations to Nick Saban on a very successful college football coaching career. Us here in West Virginia wish you the best in your retirement and hope you continue to slay. Sliving. We hope you're sliving. Continue to slive, slap, and slove, Nick, Nick Saban. Okay. Are we getting into Mountaineer sports? Let's talk about some Mountaineer sports. So, first of all, the women's basketball team uh, is to succeed. We'll call it that. They did unfortunately take another loss um, to Iowa State on Wednesday, January 10th, 64 to 74. That game was a little rough. We were up at the half and then in typical WVU fashion, uh, forgot that there was a second half. So not sure what happened there, but then they came all the way down to Orlando, Florida uh, to visit old Mickey Mouse. Uh, like I always say, say hi to Mickey for me. And they took a W against UCF 76 to 59 on Saturday, January 13th. That was a noon game. Noon games are so annoying and they like ate that up. So go girlies. So proud of you guys. Um, Coming up, they play Houston on Wednesday, January 17th at the WVU Coliseum at 7 p.m. It's sneakerhead night. I'm really not sure what that entails, but I think it means I need to wear my Air Force Ones that I never wear. Because it kind of makes me so want to go and see if I love going to Vintage Fest to see the vintage shoe dealers. Deal. And I kind of want to go see if I can find my okay. person I get my cool shoes from. I wonder if that's what they or I wonder, oh my gosh, I wonder if the players are going to have like slay little sneakers on. Like, if it's, like, custom, oh, that would be sick. Like, almost like what uh, the MLB does with, like, Players Week, where they each get their own, or, like, where they have an option to, like, wear custom cleats. Ooh. Uh, that would be sick. That would be sick. sick. That's what it is. So they have that game on January 17th, 7 p.m. at the Coliseum, and then they go up to Sydney's stomping grounds of Cincinnati, Ohio, which I know that's not exactly your stomping grounds, but it's Ohio. Not so, even near my stomping grounds. Oh, I know. I mean, your stomping grounds is in Ohio, not necessarily Cincinnati, because we know it's Cleveland. But anyway, so <laughs> they go up on January 20th at 4 p.m. to play Cincinnati. Yeah, so that's the girls' upcoming games. Um, it, it looks like those teams aren't ranked as of now. So hopefully these are a couple more dubs because I do think 
I believe our basketball team is still ranked. The women's basketball team is still ranked. Like 24, 25. We got, I think we got bumped down just a tad after we lost to Iowa State. But we're still up there. And nonetheless, even if we aren't technically ranked anymore, we're still like top 30. Yes. So good luck to the girlies out there. Now our men on the court also had a couple games last week. Listen, I have some beef with our men's basketball team now. Because do you know how I pointed out that we had a pattern of two losses, one win, two losses, one win for the entire season up to this? They broke it against Kansas State because I said, I said, place your bets now. Because up to that point, we had lost to Ohio State and then lost to Houston. I said, place your bets. We're going to beat Kansas State and then lose to Texas in the coming week. I said that last week. They did the exact opposite. They lost to Kansas in the Big 12 home opener, uh, 67 to 81. Which it was, oh, that was a, that was a rough game. Uh, um, that one when I said we'd win. And then Texas came to town, ranked 25. And we won 76 to 73. And also, I was very salty about we that. We never said we weren't miracle workers, people. You know, literally, I, WVU sports is so unpredictable. It like raises my blood pressure in the best ways. God's a mountaineer. <laughs> God is a woman? No, God is a mountaineer real but I didn't go to the Texas game because and but it wasn't because I thought we would lose okay I'm always down for a horns down day in the Coliseum but Saturday the weather was terrible and I don't trust any of you on the roads in Morgantown okay because yeah West Virginians know how to drive in the snow but all you all you Ohioans, all you Pennsylvanians, don't you dare! All you, don't you all dare! You come for Ohio drivers in the snow, don't you dare! All you Virginians, you guys none of you, me. none of you know how to drive. And it's when there are people from when there are people from New Jersey on the road going out in freezing temperatures when there are Jersey people on the road. It scares me. So I didn't go to this game and I'm really mad that I didn't because holy cow, Pat Sumnick, where on God's green earth did he come from? Cause like he, he kind of, he's been there for the season. And I think it was our Houston game. He was our leading scorer just like out of nowhere. He kind of just stepped up and led the team. It was it was to a loss, but he led them. Um, Kansas State, I can't remember how he did. Texas, he had like 16 points. And he like tore up. And he he's come out of absolutely nowhere. I don't know if he's going to keep this up or this is just like a random streak of productivity. But like, pop off, I guess. He's kind of killing it. 
But um, which is great to have with Jesse Edwards still out, which hopefully he's coming back soon because he he's on the sideline with his little brace. But if it's a brace and not a cast, I feel like that's a good polo prison. No, he can. I think he still dresses. He just can't play. Are all of our players out of polo prison? I don't think we have anyone in polo prison right now. Success. Success. Let's go. But yes. So. I uh, I'm scared to get too optimistic. But once no, once again, it's another week of WVU women's basketball is killing it. They are ranked. They're slaying. They are hitting the usual bumps in a road that lead to a beautiful comeback story. And the men are also playing basketball. The men are also playing basketball. But I'm I'm feeling if we can carry this trajectory and this momentum, I'm fe- I dare I say I'm feeling optimistic. Because when our girlies are getting into a groove, our guys are getting into a groove. I'm not sure if the guys really want to stay in this groove, but it's not a bad groove to be in. The girls just keep girl bossing. You're you guys don't don't change a single thing. Oh, also, speaking of the girlies, uh, a little birdie told me the DA has a feature on our star JJ Quinterly coming up. Sydney, do you have a little something to say about that? As of right now, it will be in the paper on Wednesday, but you can go to thedaonline.com and check it out because we love to feature our women. We are also going to be doing some fun little collabby things with our uh, buddies over at MSI, um, which is our DA Sports Podcast and a collab with U92. So we're going to have all of those fun things related to student media stuff coming up. So you guys better stay tuned. And last but not least, in our Mountaineer Sports recap, the WVD1 hockey team, which by the way is not an official school team, but they had a crazy weekend this weekend. So they had two games in the Morgantown Ice Arena against I mean, look at this, Oakland. Uh, they played Friday and Saturday. Friday, they won 10 to 2. Hello. And then Saturday, they had a shutout 6 nothing win against Oakland. So get yourself over to the ice arena for a hockey game this semester because the hockey cans, that's what, that's what, that's, those are those are our kens. Our hockey guys are our kens for the winter season. The hockey kens are slaying. They're slitting, slapping, and slapping. We love the hockey kens. Their job is ice. Their job is ice. Their job is puck. Their job is skate. Their job is goal. Their job is ice. Their job is ice. <laughs> <laughs> Similar to Ken's being beach because he isn't a lifeguard. His job is not lifeguard. His job right. is instead of hockey, instead of puck, instead of anything, their job is ice. Right, 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 right. I forgot about that. It's a very confusion. Their job is not hockey. Their job is ice. Right. It's ice. Apologies to the hockey Kens for that um, mix up. Is ice. But 
that is all that we have for you this week. So stay tuned for some of those fun little collabs we mentioned. You can the daonline.com slash podcasts or wherever you stream podcasts. So keep listening because the girls who get it, get it. I don't think we got it, so I'll say it this week. Bye!